0: In the world of anime, sometimes the fairest of sex is often looked down upon to where the toughest of men are often the ones that are the heroes, the ones that are always the ones that save the day, but then there are these women that would show men that they can actually kick ass and can make the even the toughest of men make a run for their money. But with these women on this list, it proves a point that they can kick ass and they don't have an issue with competing against the boys hey guys this is jade from the nerf fix with a new episode and today we are counting down the top strongest women in anime so i hope you're ready for this cause this is going to be a big one so i will warn you that with this countdown it's going to be of characters that I selected that is based off of from what I remember and also from what I also ranked some of them you will recall some of them would not be on the list I'm not being biased please don't get mad at me but sit back relax and get ready for your fix 20. Yutenna Chen Now, if you've heard of revolutionary girl Yutenna, then you probably know who this girl is. While she doesn't necessarily match up with any of the heavy hitters on this countdown, she's one of the most powerful women in her own universe. After accidentally winning the hand of the Rose Bride, with dreams of becoming a prince, she winds up defeating everyone who challenges her for the right to marry her friend Anthony and the power to revolutionize the world. Her skills as a swordswoman are nearly unmatched and when Yutenna's old sword is powered up, she can achieve superhuman feats such as slicing a car clean in half. 19. Kagura If you know Kagura from Gintama, then don't let the sweet girl nature fool you. As the daughter of a famous alien hunter, she has a natural gift for fighting and enhanced physical abilities. When in Yato mode, she becomes monstrously terrifying. So terrifying, she once killed an enemy in this form by impaling his shoulder and forcing him through a wall in just one move. Her best party trick, however, is she's able to catch bullets with her mouth. I don't know about you, but if I could do something like that, that'd probably be awesome, but... Knowing me, I really don't have a lot of coordination skills, so I'll probably end up dying in probably 15 seconds, so I'm not going to do that. 18. Mikasa Ackerman. As the adopted sister of Erin Yeager, she's one girl you don't want to mess with when dealing with Titans. Ranked first out of all the cadets in the 104th Training Corps, she killed 10 Titans all on her own plus two more with some help, and top military brass has stated that her proudness is equal to that of a hundred ordinary soldiers. In other words, she's a one-woman army. And she even proved this point out even more when she took on Annie, a titan who swatted top-notch soldiers away like flies, and even lived to tell the tale. Not to mention the fact, too, that her last name is Ackerman, just like Levi. I don't know. I mean, they could be possibly related, but I guess that the Ackerman people, like, they have a way of always having such beats that are just so oh my. Uh, uh. but I can't wait to see what she's gonna do in the final season I'm really really excited about that so stay tuned for that 17 Sakura Kinomoto Sakura Kinomoto is an elementary school-, school student with a big secret she's a card captor entrusted this job by a great magician I'll read, whose cards possess elemental powers, she must find and seal all 52 cards which possess powers beyond imaginable. Even without the cards, she can still sense magical presence, presences, have enhanced senses, clairvoyance, and dreams that predict the future. She's also extremely positive and resilient in the face of challenges most preteens will run away from. After she converts the cloak cards to sakura cards, She ultimately becomes even more powerful than Cloud Reed himself, making her the world's greatest magician. 16. Ochako Uraraka Now, I know there's going to be people out there that are really going to get a little bit pissy about that, like, Jade, why are you going to put Ochako on there? Why are you going to put her on there? Let me prove my point, let me explain. Uraraka's quirk is zero gravity, which is the touch of her fingertips. She can nullify the effects of gravity on a person or object, rendering them helpless as they float upwards, and can cancel the effect by touching her fingers. And Her current weight limit is 3 tons, meaning she can drop very heavy things from very huge heights. Her impressive feat is her home run comet, where she showers her enemies with debris. Not to mention, if you've seen the latest My Hero Academia movie, you would see how far she went with using her quirk. Plus, after her internship training with Gunhead, she also has martial arts skills up her sleeve, even without using her quirk. So yeah, I do have faith that Urako would be of use most likely in Season 5, which I am excited about too, so stay tuned for that as well. Fifteen, Boa Hancock, known as the Empress of the Kuja tribe and the most beautiful woman of the seas, Boa Hancock is a deadly pirate who commands so much respect, even the world government allows to do allows her to do whatever she pleases. With the power of the Meromero No Mi or the Love Love Fruit, she gets to turn. Anyone who finds her attractive or has lustful thoughts about her into stone. In other words, she's basically the One Piece version of Medusa. And if that's not even enough, she has all three forms of hockey armament hockey, observation hockey, and most of all, conqueror's hockey. A unique power where she can weaken or knock out others through sheer force of will. And if that's not even enough to prove of why she's on the list, I highly suggest you watch the Impel Down arc because you get to see her in action and I swear she is badass when it comes to her fighting skills. 14. Aoi Quenda. Now if you've heard of the anime called Beelzebub then you know who she is. In, in the high school Ishiyama High Aoi, Aoi leads the Red Tails gang and is the strongest woman around. Even at just 17 years old, Juri, she's already a fiercely skilled martial artist with superior strengths and stamina. But her real skills lie in her sword. However, unlike most people who use like a wooden, who use steel swords or a katana, she prefers a wooden sword and can slice through glass and concrete with it. In fact. She can apply it to just about anything rulers, umbrellas, even her bare hands. Thanks to the, sin, the Shingetsu style passed down from her grandfather, she could break rocks with just a mere punch. Aoi's flashier moves include the second ceremony 100 Flower Storming Sakura, which transforms her body into glowing cherry blossom petals, slashing through foes in deadly waves of pink. Yeah. I suggest you really watch uh, Beelzebub. Even though it's like a very really short anime, I highly suggest you look into it because Aoi is really, really badass. And I really like this character because she is so cool. 13. Genkai. Now, Yu Yu Hakusho is one of the pinnacle anime that I grew up watching from when I was a little kid. But in a series that is punk full of testosterone and fighting with Yusuke and all the other guys, Genkai showed that she couldn't just hang out with the boys, she was better than them. Mastered of the spirit wave technique, she taught Yusuke everything everything she, she knows and was one of the biggest guns in the Team Yoromeshi during the Dark Tournament arc. Her mastery over the spirit wave made her a powerful b rank fighter, and even grant her the ability to reduce her age to fight at her prime. Again, I don't know why there are some people out there that probably don't like Genkai, but she's badass. And I don't suggest you look down on her, because she can whoop your ass in a second. 12. Sailor Moon Yes, I had to put Sailor Moon on this list, because come on. She's she's powerful. But anyways, Yusaki Tsukino is an average high school student, but one day a a black cat by the name of Luna came to her and announced that she is the Sailor Guardian Sailor Moon. Which who is their alter, alter ego? The leader of the Sailor Session, a band of superheroes with similarly cosmic names and powers who are tasked with guarding Earth from evil. As her name suggests, her attacks are lunar-powered as well as drawing strength from sound, healing, and love, the strongest force in the Sailor Moon. Now, although Sailor Saturn has the most destructive power of the Sailor Scouts, with her her planet busting Silas La which sadly can only be used once, Sailor Moon's royal identity means she's the only Person that can use the silver crystal, a source of immeasurable power that can revive the entire worlds. And she is also is the only solar sister of Senshi who is immune to turning evil. 11. Tsunade. Osunade is one of the first Hokage's descendants. Her accession to becoming the fifth leader of the Hidden Leaf Village happened completely off the back of her own efforts. She revolutionized the way of Konoha's construction of its teams by forcing them all have a medic and invented antidotes to some of the deadliest poisons ever created. But that's not a reason why she's on this list. She's also incredibly strong, using her chakra to grant her incredible sh- super strength and has incredible chakra reserve that she constantly uses, uses keeping up the trans, up a transformation jutsu to appear younger than she actually is. I mean, she's in her fifties, but she looks like she's probably still in her twenties or thirties. That's remarkable. And I, again, I highly suggest you don't piss her off, please. Ten, Bishamon In the world of Noragami, Gods gain more power according to how mortals worship them, and one of these seven gods is Bishamon, who is well known and worshipped gods in Japan. As the goddess of war, Bishamon is also naturally powerful, able to blow away even the most powerful phantoms' bees. She has centuries of experience under her belt and her compassion has led her to take several departed souls into her home and utilize their abilities as weapons and armor. 9. Teresa Being half-human and half-demon, among the claymores assigned to protect humans from demon demons in the lands, look no further than Teresa. While she boasts, this, boasts the same types of powers as the other women in the organization, She stands on an entirely different scale than the rest. Her unparalleled ability to perceive yoki energy allows her to mimic any technique she sees. Consistently through both Claymore's anime and manga, she displays the power of of allowing her to effortlessly defeat even aggressor, even fully awakened fellow Claymore's. So yeah. And if any of you have not seen Claymore, I highly suggest you look into it. Please. Eight. Tatsumaki. Now, in the world of One Punch Man, there are superheroes that are tasked to protect humans from any threats that come into Japan. And one of these characters is Tatsumaki. Nicknamed the Tornado of Terror, she's one of the most powerful of the S-rank two heroes in the heroes' associate roster. In fact, the association would be in dire trouble if she ever turned into a villain. As an esper, Tatsumaki can create psychic barriers, psychokinetically pick up and throw things around, and control people's chi energy to paralyze or inflict horrible pain without even touching them. Her nickname likely came from her ability to also whip up powerful psychic whirlwinds to blow away several targets in one fail swoop, and also too. She kinda has a kind of arrogance to her, thinking that she's the most powerful around, so again, I at least suggest you don't piss her off. 7. Android 18. Now, I do say that it's kind of hard to measure up to a saying, but in Dragon Ball Z, Android 18 has shown her mental her metal mental time and time again. Like many of the other friends, any of the other characters, robotic fighter Android 18 became an adversary and morphed into one of the family. Relic's family, to be exact. Her brute strength can bust handcuffs, lift and throw large vehicles, smash Future Trunks' sword, and break Vegeta's arm with one kick. And like a Saiyan, she can fly and perform large array of energy-based attacks. But one of her biggest advantages is that she has endless supply of energy that never needs replenishing, and limitless supply. Stamina that she can put to good use when she took down Goten and Trunks Simultaneously during the Blue Saga Not to mention too, in Dragon Ball Super, she was a big adversary during the during the tournament of power in Dragon Ball Super, and if that doesn't say enough about her, I don't know what else to say 6. Yoroichi Shihoin. Now Let's face some facts. Bleach is bursting with people that are stupidly powerful. But if choosing probably the most powerful female character in the Bleach series, look no further than Yoroichi. However, when we were first introduced to her, she was a cat, living in the human world for a century. But she was revealed to be that she was something of a big deal in the Soul Society. She is a master of of ho'o, of ho'ho, shunpo, kido, and a fighting technique she made up herself. She's so proficient in hand-to-hand combat she doesn't even need her Zanpak-To. Apart from using her use of lightning, she's best known for her speed and can move fast enough to leave an afterimage behind and defeat multiple foes instantaneously, earning her the nickname the Flash Goddess. Five, Kefla. Now, many fans of Dragon Ball series, including myself, have always wondered, what would a female Super Saiyan look like? Finally, we got our answer. During the Tournament of Power, we were introduced to two say, fans from Universe 6, including Caulifla and Kale, fellow member- gang members in their home universe. But when they fused together, they became Kefla. Preferably the two of them were were already a threat but when adding the unique legendary powers with Kale's naturally fighting prowess even Super Saiyan Blue Goku was no match and while she was eventually defeated it was only through Goku's attaining Ultra Instinct again and showing off the sweet showing off his Kamehameha in history that finally was able to knock him out of the tournament which I will say best moment ever. 4. Erza Scarlet Now, not so Dragneo might be the Lord of Flame, but Erza is just as fiery and just as scarier. She is the top percentage of S-class mages becoming the master of the Fairy Tale Guild while Master Makarov was gone. Erza is a weapon specialist with over 200 swords, staffs, Access and more at her disposal, thanks to her equipped the Night Spatial Magic. Her command of telekinetic sword magic also enables her to perform a range of multiple piercing blade-based moves. She has over a hundred types of armor packed away too. The strongest of these, according to her Edda's counterpart, is the Ar- Ar- Armadura Clary armor which is powerful enough not only to destroy a sacred lance, but to shatter itself in the process. Not to mention, too, she also makes gray and not to so straighten up very, very quickly, which is the glare. That doesn't say hey enough about Erza, I don't know what it is, but I highly suggest you look at the fairy tale. For those of you who've never watched the series, you'll understand what I'm talking about. 3. Lena Inverse Known as the Empress of Destruction, Minna Inverse is one of the most powerful mages in the world of Slayers. In fact, <laughs> not the most powerful, one of the most powerful. She's too powerful. Costly goes at a full power even when a lighter with when a lighter touch might be required, gaining her quite a bit of infamy across the country. She's defeated everything from dragons to evil mages and usually without having to try very hard but she makes this but the reason she's on this list and the top five is for one reason she can tap into the energy of being known as the Lord of Nightmares and the cre- the creator of the Slayer universe 2. Lucy now before I really go into talking about Lucy if any of you are fans of Stranger Things and have heard of the character Eleven, then you would know that the creators of Stranger Things got the inspiration got this inspiration from Elvin Lead. Now, both Eleven and Lucy broke out of scientific facilities and have psychotherapy powers. But what separates them is that Lucy is far from human. She's actually the queen of the Dicloni, an evolved humanoid species. And what makes it separated from Eleven what's more is, Dicloni have fast healing, telepathy, and can create psychic vectors to attack and defend, and when in contact with them, they can affect human males with a mysterious virus, making them capable of only producing Dicloni offspring, an effort by which the Dicloni Eradicate humans. Eventually, Lucy's vectors grow so long and powerful enough to cause explosions and sink country-sized land masses, potentially making her humanity's biggest threat. 1. Kaguya Otsutsuki. If there's only one character that is the strongest in the anime universe, look no further than Kaguya Otsutsuki. She, who is basically an actual goddess, she is a celestial being who existed before the hidden villages and sought to bring an end to constant war by eating the god's tree fruit, by the god tree's fruit, and uniting people in fear of her, which surprisingly worked, even before she became the first chakra user on earth and merged with the god tree she could travel through space hypnotize people wipe memories emit deadly beams of energy from her eyes read thoughts emotions control and control the nature of the environment even post fruit she became able to absorb any technique and if she does get hit she could self-heal herself but it took some efforts from where Naruto, Sasuke, and Sakura to defeat her. But still, she's very powerful, very powerful opponent on this list, which is why she's ranked at number one. So, what do you guys think? Who is your favorite strongest anime female character? Was it any of the people I mentioned on my my list? Or was it anyone that I did not mention? I would like to know. So just let me know what you guys think. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. And to end this, whether or not you believe in the term nerd or not, keep loving what makes you, you. And stay awesome. Thank you so much for listening. And also, a big heads up. For next month in October, I will be doing a very special event where from October 1st all the way to Halloween, I will be doing a very, very special podcast where every day I will be posting new episodes every day of new horror stories, whether it be anything related to video games, creepypastas, or any horror stories of any kind. I will be posting it on my podcast every single day for the month of October. So I hope you're ready for it. Once again, this is Jay from the Nerd Fix signing off. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you got your fix for this evening. Later!